0: Yo, yo, Another week, another fight podcast. I'm here in person with the Illustrious Dave in as many hats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How's it going, everybody?
0: Um, It's been a hell of a two weeks. Or not two weeks, excuse me, weeks. We've been doing this weekly. It's, it's, there's been so many events. It feels like it's been a month in, in fight time with all the events that we've had. We've had Bellator. We've had PFL. We've had One. We've had UFC. We've had uh, a top-ranked card. Like, just... Event after event after event. I guess we should start with what happened most recently, right? Yeah. So let's start with the the man of the night, the, the champion, the number one middleweight in the world, Israel Adesanya. What do you think?
1: It was a good performance. It wasn't like not spectacular in like the Izzy sense, but you know he did what he needed to do, and he looked good doing it. Agreed. Like.
0: I think he he did what he had to do, and it, I don't think Marvin Vittori ever really had a chance. There was one moment which I was scared, like I like I think Marvin got him down once and was like beginning to get some working on him, but even then, the takedowns were mostly harmless.
1: Yeah, I think he had like he had like two potential like sub opportunities in that, that sequence. I think you're talking about. Yeah, but, exactly. But one of them, I think Izzy put himself in that position, mm-hmm. which is weird, but. Other than that, like, yeah, Izzy pretty much had complete control over the fight. He got taken down a few times, but he got right back up most of the time.
0: And you're going to get taken it down. It's
1: a fight where takedowns are legal. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens. And I think, uh, like, there was the one round where you
0: were saying, like, did I give it to Vittori? Like, neither of us did. But it's like, oh, Vittori did better than he did compared to all the other rounds. But even then, Izzy still won that round. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I think overall we saw a very, very, like, solid Israel Adesanya performance. We didn't see anything new, which I mean, you I, don't really need to see anything new at this point. He's at 100 kickboxing matches, uh, and he's not about to become like a jiu-jitsu specialist overnight. But it, it's—it'll be interesting to see if the division can catch up with him, because I'm not sure they can.
1: Yeah, it's—he's just such a—I want to give him more credit than saying that he's a specialist, because he is a mixed martial sure. artist. No, for sure. But like his. Kickboxing is just on a completely different level than anyone else in that division. And maybe potentially even around that division too. I mean, he did just lose to Jan, but that was a lot of, there's a lot more to that than just the kickboxing. Right, exactly. But I think in and around that division, aside from like Wonderboy, there's no real There's no he one He has who, no peer in yeah, striking.
0: Exactly. There's no one that's on his level, right? Of technicality. Um, and like Yes, with we'll talk about Jan in a second because I think it's important to bring that up. But what's interesting is he did call out Whitaker. Whitaker did look great in his last fight. The last two. Yeah, much better than he did against Izzy. Do you think this, if he gets this rematch and it is an Auckland, which I think would be really cool, do you think Whitaker fares better?
1: I think he will. I don't think he wins. But I think, you know, Whitaker has always said that when he, the around time he lost and he had been he came off a, a year a
0: year off injury, kind of like being mentally in a weird place yeah i said. mean
1: he fought y'all romero twice and right it, before that
0: those were like barn burners that's yeah. when yo romero was yo romero like
1: yeah and like i wouldn't say it was life or death but they were, they were intense fights. <laughs> they were pretty close and one of them he left him with that hernia injury right yes, yes. so so you know He's probably like contemplating, like, yo, know, I just went to war with a, a machine twice. Should I retire? Should I retire? Like, yeah. my body's messed up. You know, like, to quote, painful, my body, <laughs> my body different. I'm breathing different. <laughs> um, you know, so I think him taking that time off after the Izzy loss, sort of reevaluating and even probably like getting in the gym and maybe like, Not starting from scratch, but, like, so, like, getting used to, like, you know... Moving again. Moving again. Yeah. Without the pressure of, like, oh, I gotta get ready for a fight. Exactly. And, you know, you can see, you know, his, like... He has, like, a pseudo-karate stance, too. And he was... His movement is a lot sharper than it was in the Izzy fight. He was pretty flat-footed in the Izzy fight, I thought. He looked tired. Yeah. Like, he looked tired from the get-go. He hasn't looked
0: tired in his last two fights. Yeah,
1: and he's been... The Kennedy fight was three rounds, but the Gaston fight was five. five yeah. And he looked good all five rounds. He didn't look tired. He didn't look exhausted or mentally off. So I think if he is there, and it seems like he's there, he seems like he really wants this fight, it should be interesting because I think he's probably the second most skilled guy in the division, I would say. Behind Izzy. Behind yeah. Izzy. And. Izzy striking is better, obviously, but I think he has enough skill in that department to keep up with to him. To hold up, yeah. He kind of, like... He has he kind of... It's not about the karate stance. He kind of has a similar approach to... MMA that Yann has, I think. That's why, exactly. Perfect,
0: yeah. That was a perfect segue. He is kind of similar to Yann's, right? Yeah. Kind of like, he does what he needs to do. He's good in all areas. He has some strikes that are very powerful. They don't call him Bobby Knuckles for nothing. And he has good takedowns, good takedown defense. Very, like, well-rounded mm-hmm. person. Like, if you were creating a character, he would be the character that's kind of good in everything.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. I think the big difference, obviously, is the size. Jan Jan is huge. I think if Jan was a 185-pounder, it might not have been as easy. It might have been hard for Izzy, but I don't think it would have been as... The takedowns and the keeping him in the positions wouldn't have been as easy, as we saw with Vittori.
0: Right, exactly, because, you know, I think Jan is far more skilled than Vittori on the feet, in my opinion, and has far more power than Vittori in terms of that back Mm -hmm. kick, because just... You know, but who knows how Jan would do at 185. That's never going to happen because Jan is too big. Now, what's interesting is the only person to ever give Izzy a real fight in middleweight division is Kevin Gaslam, right? That is the one time where you're like, you know what? Izzy won this, but this was a war. And Izzy had to dig deep, and he got knocked down, and yada, yada, yada. Kevin Gaslam generally fights the level of his opponent's strength, right? Like, that seems to be how Kevin Gaslam operates, which is really
1: weird, Right? (laughs) I would say that prior, like, Izzy fighting before. I think, personally, I think that Izzy fight took a lot
0: out of Kelvin Gaston. Agreed, right? But what I'll say is, like, Whitaker, he didn't, like, starch Gaston, obviously. But, like, he was very much in control, even with Gaston trying his best. And, you know, MMA match doesn't work. But I think that also lends itself to the idea, though, to what you're saying, that this will be a competitive fight that Izzy probably will win. Um, but that that is... What might happen? You know, like it might be a repeat of that Gastelum fight in a certain extent.
1: Yeah, but it'll be. Yeah, I hope it is. That, I feel like I think a lot of people are going to count out Whitaker because of the way that he lost the first fight. But I also think that if he is focused and he is prepared and mentally he's there, that could be an instant classic. Especially, you know, being in Auckland and in front of fans, you know, and it's not. I presume it's not that difficult for Australian fans to get to New, New Zealand. Zealand, and yeah, they're
0: pretty much good on the COVID stuff too, right? Like yeah, I think New
1: Zealand's stuff. a little bit worse than Australia, who has it under control. Bro, okay, and that's why Izzy mentioned the COVID thing. But yeah. it should be fun. I, I kind of wish, like we talked about this offline, I wish it was like boxing where. Yeah. The pay was a little bit different. They get pay per view points and stuff like that. Well, I think they some, some. I fight. think they do get pay per view points, right? I think. I think the champion does. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think the champ does,
1: oh, yeah. but only the champ. Yeah, because it's like that's a big fight for the Oceania region. That
0: is, I think, the biggest fight ever in the, yeah. the history, right? Would be the, would be these two. Yeah. And uh, unless there's two boxers from New Zealand and Australia that I don't know about. No.
1: I mean, I, yeah. The biggest fight in that region with fighters from that region. I yeah, think, I think Ronda fought Ron over there. It was really big. No, no, it's big, but like from that region. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like that would be huge if they could get like gate money, like box get pieces of the gate, gate money and pay per view points and stuff. Like that. that would be like that's like a potentially like a generational wealth kind of thing happening, and especially with two guys in their prime, which is funny because Whitaker's two years younger than Izzy. Izzy plays young Right Oh one
0: thing I wanted to mention Is like Izzy plays young In the sense that He's a middle schooler Yeah Right Like Linkin Park Naruto uh, Like Anime Funko Pop Things (laughs) Like everything like playstation games masks like that was like a, that was like a video game mask right yeah. ghost of fukushima or something fukushima, something yes.
1: yeah I, I don't play i don't play it either,
0: regardless so. he is a middle schooler mentally and it's very interesting to see that play out in his aesthetic and like even the way he talks trash is kind of middle schoolish which is
1: kind of funny to me yeah you know he has like you know the, the naruto curse seal on oh, his yeah. stomach and it's like it's cool though, yeah. Like, I like it. He nicknamed his Lamborghini Karama, uh, yeah. So, he really is into that, shit, yeah. But it's just which like, is fun. I mean, I, I think like no, it, life's too short to be
0: of course, of course. Of course. It's, it's, it's it's not a bad thing, but it's interesting because he he almost cosplays as being young, yeah, right? But he's not that young, he's had like 90 something kickboxing fights, he's over 30, I think. He's 32 yeah, 30, yeah. 32. Like, he seems like he's like oh uh," like a young 20 something but he knows what he's doing he's a grown man
1: yeah yeah. I'm excited I hope that happens I'm really excited for that fight
0: yeah that would be a lot of fun um so moving on to the next fight which was also a lot of fun uh Viva La Mexico Brandon Moreno beat Davison Figueroa last night and it was it was a good fight
1: it was like the first one yes it was it was except there was an ending yeah (laughs) It was. I don't know. Some. I don't really know much about Brandon Moreno. Like as like a person. Seems like a great guy. But, yeah. But something was like <laughs> it was. I was like, Yo, I'm really happy for this guy <laughs> yeah, winning yeah. this belt. Yeah. Is he the first Mexican? He's the first Mexican uh, at UFC, at, UFC champ. Yeah. That that's his big thing. That's crazy. He beat the to it. That's. I don't think anybody could have predicted he beat that.
0: Cain Velasquez, like. Oh no, Cain Cain.
1: Yeah. Cain. No,
0: Cain, Cain Velasquez was a. Uh, he was heavyweight champ. He had three title defenses He was the most title Yes, yeah, world. yeah, yeah He had no, two he, Two, yeah, he had yeah. two, yeah But was Cain Velasquez Born in Mexico? I don't know I can't know. remember I think Cain Velasquez Was born in Arizona So I think I think this is the first Mexican born champ But I could be wrong
1: born Um sure. He's Mexican
0: American. Yeah, so he's probably born in Arizona. California. Or California. On yeah. the
1: border, I don't know where that city is. Yeah, as yeah. Long as it's like near the border. Yeah,
0: so he was, yeah, he, I think this is the first Mexican born champ. Like, yeah. born and bred in Mexico, Brandon Moreno, which is a big deal. Like, that's a big deal. And he came out like a bat out of hell. Like, he came in Mexican boxing style, like, jabbing,
1: jabbing, going in. He has a funny stance. What do you mean? Like his the way he carries his arms, Kinda it's like, like it's like bow legged, almost. Yeah. Like you're like in like it's like this.
0: What? Well, I, I don't know why I'm making. It <laughs> it's no one can see what I'm doing. David is pointing his elbows into his stomach and, and has his hands coming out around his face. But yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that, that is true. He does kind of have a bow legged stance.
1: And is, like I don't really like. Usually they talk about their background. Is his background like wrestling? I don't know It I just think, seems he's like he's a MMA. mixed bunch of artists Yeah, I think he's
0: just MMA So interesting facts about Mariano: Moreno He was the first, like the last fighter from like the ultimate fighter Like he was the first cut Like he was the first cut He had a bunch of wins in the UFC Or a couple wins and he had a couple losses He was cut Had to go fight in LFA And then came back to the UFC after he won an LFA And now is the champion It's really crazy career arc to be
1: honest It's pretty long It's crazy They almost canceled this division and now it's one of the most exciting. And it's got good characters.
0: I think, I think Figgy has embraced being the villain to a certain extent, which has made him better and made made the division better. I think Moreno embraces being the nice guy. Like he shows off his Funko Pops and his daughters, and like he's just a really like all the embedded stuff and all the like, behind the scenes stuff. He just seems like a really nice guy. And all the other champs seems to love. Him. All the other champs seem to love. One interesting thing about the fight is he actually shut me up because. He was winning on the feet a lot of the exchanges, like he was winning the jabs and stuff, but Figgy was winning on the ground for the most part of this mm. fight. And like, I was like, man, Moreno should really stay off the ground because it seems like Figgy's just better at Jiu-Jitsu. And up until the submission, up until Moreno got his back, Figgy was doing all the right things. Every time he went to the ground, even when Moreno was on top, Figgy would just use his butterfly hooks and get to a dogfight position and sweep him. And I was like, oh wow, there's like levels of difference here. But once Moreno got that back after the after that nice jab, man, he he finished it and shut me up. Like that was a good choke.
1: Yeah, I'm happy for him, man. Just, like I said, I don't, I didn't watch the Embedded or anything. I just like I don't know, he just like gives nice off dude. good yeah. vibes. It just seems like a nice so, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I'm happy for this. Guy.
0: But from a technical perspective, like this is a very interesting division. Both these fighters are super high level. Both of them are doing super high level things. It's beginning to look like the lower level weights are the lower weight classes in boxing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I feel like Moreno, like, we were talking, about, we didn't really know what his martial arts background was, so we just call him a mixed martial artist. He's kind of like one of those guys, those new guys, that are just like, I'm learning mixed martial arts. I'm not yep. learning boxing and adapting it to MMA or jiu-jitsu and adapting to MMA. It's like, I'm learning everything at the same time. Yeah, and putting it
0: all together at the same time, which I think, that's the way the sport is headed, you know? Um... So the the next thing that we should probably talk about, well, I guess the next thing to talk about is Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz and Leon Rocky Edwards. And I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. British fighters suck. British fighters suck. You can hate on me in the comments. British, the last good British fighter was Michael Bisping. <laughs> and t- Tyson Fury I guess You have to give him his due, But still The last good <laughs> <Taylor. laughs> Yeah Okay maybe we're trying to Don't suck Maybe that's the That's, you, that's UK case. It's not British Yeah Maybe that's a massive exaggeration But still <laughs> This this fight Stank it up But it was really fun Yeah <laughs> Which is really weird to say Like it was both A bad performance By Leon and a win A weird performance By Nate But still good at the end But just a lot of fun to watch at the same time because Nate Diaz is just an entertainer.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's aside from like losing. It's probably the worst outcome for Leon Edwards, I think. Because it's like... It doesn't even look like the talk about after it isn't even about him winning the fight, which he very clearly won. won. yeah. It's like... He won four of the five rounds. Like, Yeah, and it was just... I don't know, man. It was, but
0: granted, he almost got finished in the fifth round, so... Yeah, which was also
1: very <laughs> strange because Diaz had him hurt-hurt. Hurt, yeah. And he kind of just histrionics his way... About it instead of finishing the fight, which I don't really understand because he could have got a title shot off of that. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe not. Kamaru because I don't think he cares who he fights but like I think the UFC would have liked to have Nate Diaz be in a title fight <laughs> no
0: I think Kamaru would have liked it too it's a payday for Kamaru Usman he knows how big of a star Nate Diaz is we all heard it last night yeah yeah that's true people buy pay-per-views when you say a Diaz brother is gonna be on it
1: right but I think he would fight whoever oh was. of course that's what I mean it's yeah, not like yeah. it's not like oh my god I hope Nate Diaz wins yeah. it's just like oh Nate Diaz wins okay cool I get more money exactly. and I'll, fight, I'm and I'll say, win yeah and
0: then but like, I think Kamara would love to fight. Nate. I think any UFC fighter would.
1: Yeah. But to yeah. your point, yeah. Your and point. like, you know, Kamara came out after, and he was like, "Well, I guess no one deserves a shot." <laughs> which is which is fair for him to say. There really isn't. Wonder Boy,
0: I feel like, has been on a win streak for a while, and deserves that shot. I think.
1: Here's here's what I think. Okay. Wonder Boy fights in like three, like yeah, he some, fights Burns, yeah. With at least a month from now. Yes. At the most, is a month. From now. Yeah. I think if Wonderboy can beat Burns mm-hmm. and he looks good doing it they're not gonna do it but I think he should get the shot yeah I mean, like no one else is. I mean Kobe beat Woodley Woodley you know, whatever yeah Um, but like other than that he hasn't he didn't fight before then or after then he hasn't fought yeah since
0: then Wonderboy should get it
1: yeah Wonderboy's been since the Pettis loss he's, he's been, been on a
0: tear yeah he's been winning every fight and the thing is like if he beats Burns I think he's learned a lot from the Woodley fight. He would present the most interesting challenge for Kamar, right? not saying Kamara wouldn't win, because I think he would. But I think stylistically, there's no one else in the division that presents a more interesting challenge.
1: Right, because his striking is better. And he has shown to have really good takedown defense. Really good
0: anti-wrestling stuff, exactly. And against really elite wrestlers. Because when he fought Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley was
1: elite. Right. And, you know, when you have Usman... This like current iteration of Usman likes to set up his wrestling through his striker. strikes. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see if he could even get that off with someone like, or if he gets caught with a wheel kick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like that could happen. Oh, with anything, baby. Yeah.
0: But back to Leon Edwards, I feel like you should have done better. Like this fight shouldn't have gone five rounds in the first place. There were moments, like even when that heel hook moment, like there were just moments where I was just like, what are you doing? Like, he, he didn't look like Leon ever. Yeah, like, it's just, there's just moments where I am just like, what, like, you, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. And then, like, I get it, Nate's a showman. But every time Nate's doing that to disrespect you, like, to get you, like, you know, start out understand. like, Leon doesn't want to take the bait. But Nate Diaz is an old man with a lot of scar tissue and really, like, just a lot of fight history. He shouldn't even be able to get away with showing you his back that many times. You should kick him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it should, you should kick him so hard that he doesn't do that again. Leon Edwards was spamming leg kicks all night, and like, yeah, I know Nate Diaz is a tough motherfucker. Not can't can't take that away from him. But like, he, he didn't even seem to
1: bother Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was weird. And, like, I feel like when you start playing Nate's game, you are, you've, you've lost. You haven't lost, the, like, he didn't lose the fight. But, but, like, you've lost. You've lost, like, the <laughs> fight of, like, public opinion. opinion yeah. Because it's just like, now you're taunting too, man. It's just like, it's like, it's, you're, you're Leon Edwards. And, like, my thing with Leon Edwards, his best skill has always been his ability to control a fight. Yes, like he could orchestrated di- to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, he always well, except for when he lost to Usman, which I think was his last loss. Yes, that was the last time he lost. Yes, he has always dictated where the fight is. He's always the person, sort of being like the conductor of the of the orchestra. Yeah, the, what's it called, the maestro? Maestro. But, yeah. yeah, and he's he might be one of the best, if not the best, in MMA at doing that. When he's doing what he's it. Doing it right. <laughs> but it's like, he's like, why are you getting heel hooked by Nate Diaz? Diaz. Like, it doesn't even... Like, there were just you moments... You wouldn't do that. Yeah. There normally. Was,
0: there were just moments where you're just like, what is going on? And there were moments where you saw Leon was being Leon. Like, he had a great elbow over the top and yada, yada, yada. But maybe, maybe the mental shit got to him. Like, I'm not... You know, like, people love Nate Diaz. And that crowd love Nate Diaz. Like, maybe that overtook him, and he wasn't really ready for it, because it's been a long time since he's fought in front of a crowd. You know, maybe the mental aspect of it, maybe we're discounting it. Again, Leon won. We're not saying Leon's not a good fighter. Yada, yada, yada. It's just like... I, we expected Leon to finish his shit in three rounds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> On paper, it shouldn't even been like a competition. Exactly. Which is no slight to Nate Diaz. It's just he's old and he's been through a lot of fights. And Leon is really, really good. good. And yeah,
0: and one of the top of the division right now, or theoretically. But maybe we're not giving Nate enough credit. You know, maybe Nate really is that tough. Maybe that boxing pressure got to him. Maybe we're just not giving Nate enough credit. Yeah, he was
1: him. doing good things. He was landing his, stri- his strikes. Mm-hmm. He, um, Leon was definitely biting on a lot of faints Yeah. And like Nate is like, you know, we always talk about him, he's old and whatever. But yeah. He's tricky. Like not even like with like the <laughs> his, histrionics. Like he's a tricky guy. Uh, like, yeah. There are world like Andre Ward. It's like I bring him in the spar because he's tricky, and he forces me to have to like think, think about what I'm yeah. doing, and it makes me better. But the thing is,
0: here's the other thing. I agree. Nate Diaz is a legend for a reason. But he's not even at the right weight class. Leon is huge compared to Nate Diaz. Like Nate could make 155. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just think, again, maybe we're just not. Maybe I'm not giving that, Nate enough credit here. Leon had the size advantage, the strength advantage, and the speed advantage. Should have put that away. Yeah, he should. Be. But you're right. Nate is tricky, and Nate is really, really good at jiu-jitsu, Really good at fighting, and just tough as hell. So, again, more, a lot more credit to Nate. And good on Leon for winning. I'm not sure what happens to him next because he's not getting the title shot.
1: I can see. Give it to Colby. Yeah, actually, it talks about going to Colby in the winner of Burns and Wonderboy gets Leon, and that's the next. No, season. no, no, no.
0: I'm saying give Colby oh. to Leon. Make Colby earn it. Give Wonderboy to Usman. If he wins. If he wins. If Burns wins, you could, you could give Burns a rematch, I, I guess, it. but I don't I think, think he you, will. I think if you lose to a champion, you need these two fights. Exactly. You need two wins. So, my my opinion is give Leon to Colby. And we disagree about this,
1: but I think Colby would beat Leon. It depends on what Leon shows up. Because I think that Leon has the tools to beat Colby with his takedown defense and his strike. His striking is way better. Oh, of course. I mean, No doubt there. This it really depends because Kobe also one of those guys who likes to set up his takedowns through strikes. And he also likes to shoot. He's not so much like... We were talking about last night. Nate was getting in clinch situations with Leon and sort of dominating those. Which is kind of wild, but anyways. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Kobe's not so much of a clinch wrestler. I mean, he does. He can do it. But he likes to shoot. I, I, I think the
0: problem for Leon, though, is... Colby can do what Usman did to Masvidal in the first fight right where he just said you know what I'm stronger than you I'm better at uh, grappling than you are I'm gonna hold you and I'm gonna win yeah. and I think Colby can do that to Leon he won't do it though. Yeah. okay maybe uh, I, I'm saying he can because he has smart coaches like he's with Masters right now Masters MMA um, he can do it and if he stuck to that game plan he would beat Leon based on Leon last night
1: yeah, that would be some elite level villain shit though. If he shitted it on Newsman for doing, doing the same. it, <laughs> and then he just did it. I mean, you know, Colby Covington is a villain. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah, this is not. A, I am not a fan of Colby Covington. Don't get it twisted. I'm just. I'm just calling facts for what it is. Um, but yeah, no, I think that would be the interesting fight to make though. Yeah. Because, like you said, you need two fights. He's beat Tyron Woodley. He needs one more. Leon clearly needs one more before he gets a title shot. Yeah. And so... And
1: you can't beat Kobe. You're not beating Usman. Exactly.
0: So. so, there you go. You know? Yeah. That's cool. And then... Alright. The other disappointing performance of the night. Bilal Muhammad beat Damian Maia. But, once again... This did
1: not look good for Bilal Muhammad. It's not his fault, though. I think... Damian Maya is a very much like a spoiler. Yes. If he's not submitting yeah, you. Yeah, if he's because not. Because it's not like he gives you a lot of opportunities to operate in general. Like, Bilal Muhammad won that fight because he stuffed like 20 takedowns. Takedowns, yeah. Like, it wasn't like he did. Like, he, he, he had success on the feet. He did. But it wasn't like spectacular success. He was just like, I landed punches on Damian Maya. Right. Like, everybody does that. <laughs> but he won the fight because. The guy that she had action was not able to initiate his game plan. Phenomenal takedown defense. I will I will give him that 110%. His takedown defense is phenomenal.
0: Every single time Damian Maia just went for that single. It was just like, I want the single. I want the single. <laughs> didn't do anything else. Didn't try trips. Didn't try a double. Didn't try a clinch. Was like, I'm going to get the single and it's going to work. <laughs> that was his, that was and, his entire game plan. It didn't work. Damian. Yeah. He lost. <laughs> he lost. I think Damien Maya needs to fight someone outside of the top ten. And get that win. Beat Soroni's record. And it might be time. He's forty
1: three. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I don't even under it's like it's weird, so like I'm making a boxing comparison. Like Manny Pacquiao's at the top of his division. Sure so he has, he has he a reason to like stick fight. around yeah Damian my is not really like he's
0: not contending for a title anytime soon
1: if, uh, if oh, ever ever, ever, let's ever, say ever. Yeah. he's not he's not contending for unless something Curry absolutely happened. crazy happens yeah he's not contending for a title anymore so he's kind of just taking punches as an old man for no reason He just dared fight and maybe he just likes fighting and maybe me. he
0: wants yeah, i think he really wants that record that most wins, most UFC wins record set by Cerrone. He's one away. Give him that record. Just get him to fight someone. Is he one
1: away from tying
0: or one away? From- I think he's one away from winning. So think, they have the same. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I, I think he's one away. If he can just get a fight, you know, fight it out, All the day right out in the sunset. And you know what? Again, I'm doing that thing again. We should be giving Damien Maya more credit. This wasn't spectacular by Bilal because Damien Maya, like you said, is a spoiler and didn't allow it to be. Yeah. The same way Nate didn't allow Leon to just get into a flow state. Right? It's the exact same thing. These dudes, they're old, they should lose, like I say should in quotes, but they're not going out without a fight because they're real fighters and real legends of the sport. And I keep I keep I gotta keep reminding myself of that. Like I've seen Damian Maya be super dominant. I've seen Nate be super dominant. And I gotta keep reminding myself like just because they're old doesn't mean they're done. We shouldn't be necessarily ages. But you would think that this next generation, the Bilal Muhammad, the Leon Edwards, would come and kind of take the throne from them, or take it from them, but they're just not giving it away that easy.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the... Like, he won 30-27 on all the cards, I think. Right? Yes, he did. Yeah, so... He did well. He, he did, did well for the fight, but it wasn't like a spectacular performance, so he's not going to... he probably... they are probably switch rankings. Probably exactly, some... yeah.
0: I don't know what they're going to do with him next. I don't know who he gets next. He might get one of the losers of like... Wonder Boy, uh, Burns or something. Maybe?
1: I mean, I think, like, there's a lot of guys, uh, Kiesa's up there. Kiesa's
0: up there, too, that's true.
1: Um, Maddie just lost, maybe Jeff Neal? Didn't they fight already? I thought, I thought
0: Bilal already beat him. I yeah, could I be wrong. I can't remember. Yeah, I could be wrong. And then, finally, we're at the first fight of the card, which was also exciting, um, kinda gross, <laughs> and... <laughs> Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Hill, yes.
1: This was gross. Potentially career altering he, ending, ending? I'm
0: glad that Paul Craig didn't decide to continue yanking on that arm because it might have been.
1: Yeah. Uh look, I'm not gonna look. It's, it's, Do you it's, really it's, think it's, you should have stopped it? It's, it's complicated because <laughs> if you don't tap. I think it's free reign to do whatever you need to do at that point. Sure. But I'm also like, for me, and maybe this would cause me to lose a fight if I ever... (laughs) Decided to to get in the ring? If I (laughs) dislocate your elbow as like a human being, I'm probably not going to pull on it anymore.
0: And for Paul Craig's Fairness to Paul Gray, he didn't.
1: He did a little. It was
0: a little. I think he thought he was gonna tap, and he's like, "Why aren't you tapping?" And then he's like, "Okay, fine. I'll, yes. just, I'll just hit him in the head instead."
1: Yeah. That, it was kind of horrifying. Like he's hitting him, and like his arm is literally just flopping around. But also, what is Paul Craig supposed to do? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, I'm saying like, I'm saying like the scene was horrifying. It's, it's not disgusting. his. Fault. Yeah, it's yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But also, like, what, is, what is... Why didn't the rest well, stop it? Yeah, I've dislocated something before. You I've dislocated my patella yeah, three or I've four times. I've dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. The actual dislocation doesn't really hurt. It's when you pop it back in. Yeah, in it fluid. feels weird, yeah. and you're like, oh, there's definitely something <laughs> wrong right. here. But it doesn't necessarily hurt. I like how when we both, the dislocation, we both reach to the body part yeah. respectively immediately. we like, oh yeah, we yeah. don't want that to happen So here. like, it, it does... <laughs> It does feel weird. It doesn't hurt, so I could see. I could like logically, I could see why he didn't. But like, I would if my I, th- I think the ref needs to stop that. But it was like, did he know? I mean, he should he's know. His arm was he's the re- No, he's around. the ref. He's, the ref should know.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> did he know? Because I don't
1: understand why he. Didn't. I mean, I guess like again, he didn't tap. He was still trying but, but to do something. It
0: doesn't matter because oftentimes when you when a fighter gets knocked down. They're still trying to do something sometimes. Yeah. But he wasn't in a position... Did,
1: uh, Frank Mir did that to somebody. He didn't tap and the guy was like, why did you let me finish? He was like, dude, your arm's broken.
0: Broken. Okay, I don't remember, but yeah, I do remember it happening. I don't remember what we did to. But here's my point about the ref needing to stop it. Jamal wasn't in a position where he could do anything. Right. Because he was still locked up. Yeah. He had broken his arm. It's not like he like he had gotten out to escape. Right. What The next the next logical things were either Paul well, Craig keeps yanking on the arm and tears his ligaments and he's no longer able to fight again. He gets triangled and put to sleep because he's right there in the triangle position. Or he gets ground and pounded, which which is what happened, right? Those are the only three possible outcomes from continuing. All three lead to him losing the fight anyways. The fight is over.
1: Right. Ref, stop it. <laughs> I think the reference that Frank Miller we fight again. I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But the big difference there was the ref, when he got whoever that... I don't remember who it was. Whoever, when he got him in the armbar, the ref was like here on
0: top yeah
1: and he saw the break, elbow break separate and then he yeah. was like, it's over that ref was like not there and then it popped and then he's like oh and then he switched and then he went over and looked at it and then he was got like the ref was there when he was a ground and pound and then he just stopped it because he wasn't defending himself which he couldn't because he couldn't move his arm either arm one arm was trapped <laughs> the other arm was Okay, yeah, so it was like, but it was just weird. Like,
0: and it, it's not even on Jamal Hill. It's not on Paul Craig. It's on that's on the ref, right? Because like you know, sometimes people get their arm broken, keep fighting. Like I can't disrespect the fighter. Like that's fine. But like, the ref's job is there to keep people safe. And like, I agree with you. Paul Craig is a bit of an asshole, but like, I also think his options were limited there because you're supposed to keep fighting. I don't
1: think he was an asshole for ground account. I think. Just I think I think general. he held on to, to, <laughs> to the, the arm, arm, arm bar long. after it popped a little too, too long. long. Yeah, that's you. just my opinion. But again, I'm not a fighter. I'm not. So, like,
0: listen, I'm not saying I am. So I mean, you sad. gotta do what
1: you gotta do. If the guy's not. Like I said, the guy's not tapping. I guess you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. do I, I, I,
0: I don't know. I don't know. The point is, like, the ref should have stopped that as soon as his arm went limp. Because it's like at that point he couldn't get out of the position. Because one thing, if he like broke his arm and like escaped the position, okay, cool, he's back up. He can make a decision about what he wants to do. He couldn't move. Um, So I think that was the entire UFC main card, which was very good. Like, if you paid for this one, you got your money's worth, to be honest. Uh, Like, there were some good fights on the prelims as well. We we won't go too deep into those, but, like, unfortunately, Hakim Dawodu lost to, uh, I forgot, Ivoyev. Vloyev is a a beast, so that kind of makes sense. But um, Dawudu had a Nate Diaz like last round where he had of in trouble but then the Boyev just took him down and slammed him to the ground uh, there was that like 5 second knockout thing that happened earlier in the night 7 second where the dude you know hit him with a 1-2 and then injured his knee on the celebration that's unfortunate um, Chase, Hooper. He Chase, Chase Hooper lost Chase Hooper lost that was early early in the car right early games. Yeah. I think that's about it for the UFC you want to talk about Shakur Stevenson yeah, so um, And the top rank card.
1: Yeah. Uh not too much on the top rank card. It wasn't it's, not too uh, much. Fun. shout out to Troy Isley, we talked about him last last show. Mm-hmm. Um he Knocked out his opponent yesterday, and I think he's going straight to Tokyo for the Olympics. So. Cool! Shout out to him. He got a nice little paycheck to go spend in Tokyo. Yeah, it's and
0: it, and for the Olympics. Like we don't know if they're actually happening yet, right? Like these prelims are happening, but we don't know if like the main rounds are going to happen.
1: Yeah. So boxing doesn't have prelims. I think they just have their just have tournament. the bouts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think some of like the team sports have prelims. prelims yeah,
0: like they have like entry games or something. Yeah. So, is, has... Because the ceremony hasn't started.
1: No. Yeah, but I think... I think the team... I think... So, there's other members of Team USA who I'm not familiar with that are already there. There, okay. Um, Reagan, Duke Reagan, uh, Keyshawn Davis, and Troy Isley were our... They found out last minute. Like, we talked yeah, about yeah. last So, I think they're all making their way over to join the Olympic camp. The other people, yeah. In Tokyo. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. He knocked out his opponent and dominated the fight. Um... Jose Pedraza stopped uh Hammerham yeah. Julian Rodriguez. The Clay the Thompson col- clone. Yeah. <laughs> um That was a that's a big win. It's not a big win in terms of aim, but like that was a that was supposed to be like a step up prospect becoming a contender fight. Yeah, him. that was Thompson's clone like
0: chance, like Rodriguez, yeah. sorry, Rodriguez's <laughs> chance. That, that was Rodriguez's chance. They like, oh, Pedraza, this is, should be a real fight. And I was yeah. like, Pedraza is winning. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I know, like, some people on the timeline were saying that the fight was closer than, like, the announcers were. Yeah. I thought Pedraza was thought in control. Winning, yeah. Like, I think he might have lost, like, two rounds. Yeah, but I thought he was winning pretty much. Yeah, and then he stopped him in the corner because his eye was completely shut. shut yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, slowly, I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to give it to Leo for leo's name but is becoming a strong name on tank's resume the tank dominated
0: yes 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 it wasn't even close right like it was not close and pedraza fought loma too right
1: and it was kind of like a hard fight it wasn't close but it was it wasn't easy yeah
0: it was kind of a hard fight that is a big guy like he's at
1: 140 140, yeah yeah. and he fought tank at 130 and 135 so he's a big dude So, I don't know. That win is getting... It's aging well. Yeah, aging well for Tank. It's aging well for Tank for
0: sure. Um, It is curious to see what the Pedrada does next. Like, if he just continues
1: to be the spoiler or something else happens. Yeah. So, to get to the main event, uh, Shakira Stevenson fought Jeremiah Nakatina. I think that's how you pronounce it. For the interim WBO Super light, No, Junior Lightweight Championship. Shouts to Namibia yeah and he won he dominated i think um i was in like a, a twitter space which is like clubhouse but on twitter where a bunch of guys were boxing twitter and they were kind of like shitting on it which to be fair is fair i think it's a fair assessment boxing twitter was shitting on him pretty hard because i think it's complicated so Shakur stevenson is a phenomenal boxer we all know that that much is clear um I think my issue and a lot of people's issue is that he hasn't shown, like, another gear to his fights. And, like, you know, top rank, I'm just gonna come out and say, they don't know how to grow black fighters at all. So what they do is they just compare them to Floyd Mayweather or... This guy's Floyd. Or Sugar Ray Leonard for the yeah. b- bigger weights. Yeah. Or, like, Terence Crawford and <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard for smaller weights. It's
0: Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather.
1: Floyd is a GOAT of the sport. And Floyd, mm-hmm. at the same age as Shakur Stevenson, was getting guys like Jeremy Nakatina out. Like, they weren't hanging with him. And Shakur Stevenson has a skill to for these guys that he's fighting to not be able to hang with him. Like, that he should not have gone 12 rounds with that guy. Point blank. And part of, I don't know, there's a lot of people talking about, like, space we we're talking about like whether he has that like dog in him like that Ter- like Terrence Crawford has or even like Floyd like young Floyd well I think mean old Floyd got the dog in the too but like those guys that are like if you're not on my level I'm getting you out of there and going home and you know I don't know whether he has that it hasn't been shown and the reason why I think he hasn't been shown is because he hasn't fought anybody that's on his level Or not on his level, but is not, it was not willing to like give up. What do you
0: mean by that? You're saying Nikita Nakatina
1: gave up? He didn't give up, but he just wasn't, he was content with just. Just stand there. Like, I'm not winning this fight, but I'm also not really getting. I'm getting tagged up, I got dropped, but he wasn't like in danger. Like, Shakur didn't put him in danger. I was confused about that. He got dropped multiple times in the first He dropped once, the second one was a slip.
0: Okay, it was it was considered a slip because yeah. like some people were saying, oh, ref didn't credit him with it with the knockdown, got a knock I thought
1: I thought it was, but I didn't really care too much because it wasn't like it didn't change. It didn't change like. anything. Okay, I gotcha. And
0: it was a, the ref was a little weird, right? Because the whole like southpaw versus orthodox thing. I've never seen with. a ref do that. Ever. Yeah, southpaw like I've off.
1: seen them say watch the feet. Yeah. But like I've never seen it be like that prevalent in a fight. Ever. Okay. That was weird. So there was some weird moments. Yeah. Um. In my opinion, there's two things. One, his trainer is K. Karoma. K. Karoma is a phenomenal amateur, amateur boxing trainer. I don't think he's a good pro trainer. Just
0: because the rule sets are different the styles are different. And
1: I don't think he doesn't have that. There's just like, I feel like when you have professional fighters that are good one way, some guys are just content with him being that way. Like Shakur could box his ass off, right. and he could probably—I don't know whether he could do that against like the elite elite guys. Mm-hmm. But at this level, if they're not the elite elite guys, I don't think that anybody can outbox him or put him in danger. Right. So, I feel like K Karama is content with like his guys just doing that. Whatever they're good at, he just wants to keep them doing that. So he's kind of safe in a way, what you're saying. Yeah, but well, I feel like you have to teach guys to sort of step out of that comfort zone. Like he had a, sorry, Shakira had a post fight interview with Boxing Scene, or got a quote, or Boxing got a quote from him where he was like, I took some more shots when I opened up to try to get him out of there, and I didn't like that. To me, that's kind of a red flag. Because it's like, you're a boxer. You're going to get hit. Right. It's going to It didn't seem like, or maybe I wasn't there, so maybe he got hit with something that he was like, I don't want to get hit like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to step it up at some point. Because, like, Oscar Valdez isn't going to back down. Herring,
0: is Herring isn't going to back down. And Herring is big. That's a big guy. Yes.
1: Um, even like a Miguel Burchell it's not gonna isn't going to back down. I think, like, I at first, I was always like, if Shakur and Tank fought, Shakur beats him.
0: I don't think so. Tank might kill him. Yeah, I don't think so. Because if Tank lands on, on Shakur, I don't know what's going to happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: so it's like, he has to get more comfortable with, like, the dirty work of boxing, I think. For him to make that next leap. Leap. Right, okay. Maybe. And he might not have the power... I know I was, again, I was talking to these guys and one guy was noticing like comparing him and Devin Haney Devin Haney doesn't really turn over a lot of his punches he likes to slap He slap them. yeah Shakira's turning over his punches when he's hitting these guys and, and he's still and some, not knocking them out some of the guys he's knocking out some of the guys he's not knocking yeah. out so he might not have like knockout power which to me I've never been of the mind that you have to have knockout power to be a good boxer I think you have to have respectable power like if I get hit with this, I'm like, oh, I don't want to keep getting hit with this. You shot.
0: have to have enough to deter the other person from doing a thing yeah. that they
1: want to do. And it doesn't seem like that's the case, but I don't know. All in all, I think, like, from a sweet science perspective, perfect fight. Chris Stevenson is really good at fighting. But it's questionable to me where he's going to be at the elite, elite level, where he's, not, he's going to fight guys that aren't willing, that aren't, aren't going to be willing to acquiesce to the his style.
0: I don't think he beats Herring if he fought like he did last night. That's I don't That's kind of my point. I think he can beat Herring because I think he's a better boxer He's than better. Herring.
1: He's more, he's, he's, I think he's significantly more skilled than Jamel Herring. That That's kind of my point. But there. Jamel Herring, for a variety of reasons, just being a veteran, being a champion, being a veteran of the sport and a veteran of the, of Art, the Art Marines, armed forces. Yeah. Like he has that mentality where he's not going to acquiesce to anybody.
0: Yeah, that's what I was—I was trying to get at—is that she- can outbox Herring, but I'm not sure if Herring will let him be self—will let him outbox him. Yeah, because Shook
1: was comfortable. That's—that's that's how I always feel. That's all I've always felt about him. If he gets comfortable and you're not going to make him uncomfortable, he's just going to do that all day. Right. Because he doesn't have—he does—he feels like he doesn't have to, which is fine. Actually, that's perfectly fine as a boxer, but. You're Not going to be 100% comfortable all the time, and what happens when you're uncomfortable? Are you going to shell up? Are you going to adjust? And he hasn't been put in that position yet, which is why I think he should fight Miguel Pacheco next.
0: Mm. I would like to see him fight Herring because he keeps talking. Well, he's going to fight Herring. I think he's going to fight Herring next. Is, is that, is that confirmed? Is that like because he keeps saying that he's not going to?
1: Herring still has the belt, so at least off the record. Or off like media, he has to have agreed to fight the winner of this fight because he got still it. has the belt. Well, I think that will be a good fight, and we'll see what happens. All right, moving on.
0: There's a lot more events to talk about. Um Douglas Lima is no longer the champion in Bellator. Yeah, he got yeah by... He got kibbed <laughs> by Amosov, and it was. Kind of like a almost routine like da- domination by Amazon. Like it wasn't extraordinary in the way Amazon did it. It seemed like a kind of another day at the office for him. To be honest.
1: Yeah, he, it seemed like he took Gagarin Masasi's game plan yeah. and just implemented. And it. He's like, all
0: right, cool. That's, that's how you beat him. I'll beat him like that too. And I think like Lima is Lima is elite, but he got kind of played with there. You know what I'm saying? He got picked up, put down whenever he wanted to, and he couldn't do shit. He seemed
1: a little out of it the last two fights. I mean, I, I will say this fight, he he was definitely, like, the worst man of the night. Yes, 100%. Like, he got dominated by him. But I remember in the Masasi fight, he just didn't look all there.
0: Right. He did not look all there. Um, I think I think the size bothered him a lot. Yeah. And I think in this fight, I think, honestly, Emisov's strength bothered him a lot, too. And the thing is, like, Lima's a really, really good 1-7, like, 1-7 here, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Like, he can't, he can't beat Emisoff. I, I, how am I saying this? He can't beat Emisov unless he does something to address this clearly glaring deficiency. And I'm not sure if Liam was at a point in his career where he can do that.
1: Right. It was funny, I remember there were people before talking about like, oh, he go to UFC and fight Usman. Oh, man. Usman yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: think a couple years ago he would have beat Usman, right? Yeah. I think like this version of Usman, no way. I think a couple of years ago, a little earlier in Lima's career, a little earlier in Usman's career, I think people had a point. But right now, not a chance in hell. Yeah. Not a chance in hell. Um, but he's really good. He just Amos, amosov is is better, and I think Amosov is gonna be the champ for a little bit in time there.
1: Yeah, cause I feel like Nemo's probably gonna fight Paige. Mm-hmm. He, I've never seen Paige fight a wrestler, so I don't know whether he Well he fought Danny. Well Daily's not wrestling but Daily wrestled, wrestled him. Wrestled him, yeah. And he was able to pretty much I don't touches. think I don't
0: think MVP is anything for Amazon. Yeah. Like unless he like catches does, him with catches something him crazy. something crazy. Even, even while he was commenting, he didn't seem that excited at the prospect of fighting Amazon.
1: <laughs> Who would? Because it's, it's like you know what he's going to do. Dude, he's, yeah. not, he's not going to fight you. He's only, oh, he is going to fight you. He's going to fight you. He's just gonna, gonna,
0: not the way you want to fight yeah, you.
1: He's not going to stand and bang with you. He's going to get you on the ground and yeah. ground and pound you.
0: But speaking of daily, he fought on that card too. He fought um, Jackson from uh, Sanford. And Jackson put on a great performance. Yeah, really, really good. Very dominant. Beat beat daily up and down the like up and down the everything and I, uh, he's got a future there you know it was a weird weight class I think it was like uh, like it's the daily weight yeah the daily weight
1: class Which <laughs> is weird cause like it's Paul daily like just I mean I know he's a big name, he's a but, like, I, I guess he's a big
0: name but like, I don't know if he's a big enough name to justify yeah. that yeah I'm not saying
1: I guess like I don't know I know who Paul daily yeah. is but, but like... yeah I see he's he, not like.
0: Conor McGregor exactly like not enough but I mean Bellator is willing to do that for its people right Yeah. Bellator is willing to be like alright cool this is what you need to be we can do this you know which I appreciate about Bellator They're, they try things mm-hmm. um, but I just wanted to highlight that performance he did a really good job very solid I think you know that that's that's a signature win
1: on his record yeah and then I guess the last thing about Bellator you know who's really coming into his own Ooh. Aaron Pico
0: Yo, that was actually a great performance. Yeah, I forgot about that. Phenomenal. That was, that was like
1: that's like his best performance of his career. Like very much so. He's putting it. When he came into MMA, it was like they were talking about him like as that new breed of MMA they fighter. hyped him like, up. Oh, dude. Golden Gloves champion, um, All State wrestling, All, yeah, all yeah, State yeah, wrestling, yeah, everything. all of these things. And like he had a little bit of a rocky road to start, which just because he was really young when he started. Yeah. But he's coming into his own, and he is getting better at every fight. And I think him going to um spacing—what is that? He's with—he's uh, with John Jones, Jackson. Link? Yeah, he's with Jackson Wing, and I think that was a perfect fit for him because those are the kind of like they have specialists that became well-rounded MMA fighters. But that's the kind of approach that uh, Greg Jackson takes to MMA is being well-rounded yes and he did a great
0: job and I think that's a perfect transition to go into our PFL talk we saw first of all yes uh, to finish all point Aaron Pico amazing job very dominant performance finally has it together likely going to get a title shot soon I think a couple more fights
1: yeah maybe one more and then yeah. wait till after the winner of the
0: Grand Prix exactly yeah, I think that, that that is how that works but to track, transition in, on the Jackson Wink note they got her ready. Clarissa Shields was ready. And they knew what they were doing, and Clarissa Shields showed out. She had a great performance. You oh, great. For your MMA debut? That's true. That is That's great. True. That's true. Like, was there a lot of things that she messed up? Yes. Was that her first ever MMA fight ever? Yeah, she yes. didn't have no amateur <laughs> or, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just... now nah, She might have had, like... Yeah, no, she didn't have any amateur fights. We would have heard about it, right? Not any official ones, at least. Yeah. She might have had, like, a smoker fight in the gym, but, like, that's not the same thing at all.
1: Yeah. And Jackson went pretty... They keep things. They keep things. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I... Yeah, I saw the whole fight. So, I liked a lot of things. Um, One, if she can get the other aspects of MMA down... That striking me is gonna carry her a long way. Cause she can just punch so fast. They're fast and they cry. And it's like the four-ounce gloves is just like, oh man. so fast, bro. Yeah. I was just like, oh
0: my god. Like, we have not seen that kind of punching power in women's MMA. Because she's bigger than most of the women well, we've Cyborg. Seen. cyborg the cyborg cyborg's also huge. Huge, yeah. She's like, Clarissa Shields is a better boxer than Cyborg. Go ahead. I think. I think if, like, Cyborg and her fought right now, obviously Cyborg would win, yada, yada, yada. That's not the debate here. But, Cluster Shields is a better boxer than Cyborg, and that much
1: is clear in those punches. Um, her kicks look good. I
0: was they, like, look, they look solid, yeah. Yeah, they not, look solid. not like elite. They, yeah, they look but solid. But I've seen,
1: I've seen people... With worse kicks. Yeah, I've seen Ben Ashmore. <laughs>
0: they do have, That um, do have.
1: And I've seen people who, like, predominantly boxers ooh I've shipped to MMA like that's like a career not like was like oh a box not MMA okay. fighter yeah and their kicks just don't they don't have snap. the right snap yeah like her kicks technically are sound exactly yeah which so after one, more repetition and stuff like that I think she could probably be a pretty
0: decent kickboxer she's 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 got it down She's she's got the distancing down you know she's got like again the technique down the power is coming the power is coming she's strong very strong like that is a strong person. If she was fighting. Okay, she wasn't fighting like an elite person, obviously, but she's fighting someone with a brown belt jujitsu under Lovato, and that's nothing to shake your head out. Maybe. Probably maybe top two top American jujitsu practitioners ever. ever, right? Um, you know. And I feel like what she did in terms of avoiding being submitted. Granted, I think the other girl, Elkin, did the wrong thing a lot of the times. Which is very weird to say. Like, she's much better than Jiu-Jitsu to me. I'm not not saying I know more about Jiu-Jitsu, I'm just saying. I I would have thought that she would have done a little more ground and pound to get to the submission that she was looking for. Um, Instead of just trying to go for the key lock over and over again against someone that's physically stronger than you. But regardless, that's not Clarissa Shields' fault. Clarissa Shields was able to power out of that key lock every single time. Because like every single time what would happen in the first like three rounds, right, maybe even four, you know, Elkins would get mount, it would look bad, right, she would get mount, but she wouldn't do a lot of ground and pound. she would try to like get the keylock, kamora trap kind of system going, and Clarissa Shields would simply say no and wrench her arm out and, and, and get up. Yeah,
1: wasn't like she kept them
0: on she kept on the on ground for a significant. Oh no no time. for sure. It's not like Process Shields was easily getting up. I don't wanna I don't wanna yeah. say that. It's that you would think Eventually she, would, she would get up. You would think with Mount for that long, she would have gotten submitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just someone
1: who doesn't have any in just need. Yeah. Um one thing that was really interesting to me well two things. One you could see that the MMA fight IQ isn't completely there yet. Not quite, yeah. Because there was just... Like, to me, there were situations where she could stuff the take. She stuffed takedowns in that fight. Technically perfect most of the time. She sprawled, yeah. Sprawled or... um, I guess I didn't sprawl, but like, got her hips up and over, pushed her down. got the underhooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was like moments where she was like, oh, I got her on her back. I'm going to mount her. And it's like, you don't have to do that.
0: You don't have to rush. I think... She's got to learn how things feel, right? Um, And that just comes with time. Like, I'm sure she's drilled in, but that just comes with time. Like, she got swept a number of times from the bottom. (laughs) Like, she would, like, have her Elkin hurt, so Elkin would go down, and Elkin would sweep her. And I think she just, Clarissa, Clarissa didn't understand what that felt like. You know what I'm saying? Like, until you feel like what an elevator sweep feels like, or a scissor sweep feels like, you kind of don't know what's happening, right. and you're just like, whoa oh, whoa, whoa. and next thing you know, you're you're, you're you know you you're, you're on your back. Right. So like, I think as she learns what that feels like, she's strong enough to stop it and slow it down. <laughs> now, I think if her and Elkin fought like ten times, I think her Shields only actually wins like three out of the ten, to be quite honest. Um, but it doesn't matter because it was one of the three out of the ten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. I think she's probably about two to three years away from being competitive like, competitive at like the top level, or even like the PFL.
0: Yes, I think I think she, she needs to be kind of like a boxing, right? You kind of guide your prospect. Yeah, I'm hoping
1: that they're not rushing her to cater. I don't think that I don't they, think will, they will, I don't think. but that division isn't the deepest. The thing
0: is, I think she's too big this is a problem, right? There's not too many girls she can fight
1: Right, they have a they have a fair amount of 155 pound women in that division. Yeah. But at to me, it's gonna be like at a certain point, if she gets through all of them, eventually, like maybe they maybe they bring her like two fights a year, so exactly. that she, she's not going through them y- exactly.
0: Because if she gets through them all in a year, even in a year, she won't be ready for Kayla. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: And to be honest, maybe two to three years, she might not ever be ready for Kayla.
0: They've, yeah. To be frank. Like it, it's unfair to say that she will ever be ready for like the Amanda Nunez's or the Kayla Harrison's well. because these people are been doing MMA for a lot longer yeah. and their skill
1: set is designed more for MMA. You yeah, know? And, and and their primary martial art is probably a hard counter to her primary martial <laughs> exactly, art. Exactly,
0: right? So it's unfair to have that expectation, but what she has done and what she is doing is really fucking cool. Yeah. For <laughs> you know, sure. This is the coolest thing in terms of, like, the cross martial art pollination that I've seen in a while. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not
1: like the YouTube boxing where it's, like, this is clearly a cash grab and it's not, like, serious. And it's not like when James Tony fought Randy Couture. Right. Or even when... It's not not really even, like, when Conor fought Floyd. It's not. Like, this is someone who is, like, I want to be the greatest female, mixed mar- uh, female martial artist of the all time. time the greatest yeah, I've already done. I've done that in one sport right? and I'm still going to continue to do that in that sport but I want to challenge myself with another sport that also will probably pay me more
0: yeah which is kind of sad right because like the thing is if women's boxing paid well of course she wouldn't be doing this no
1: which is kind of I weird. think it's two things I think if women's boxing paid better and if there was more opponents around her weight, weight class. class yeah. because there are phenomenal women's boxers there's much lower weight class not in her weight class
0: I mean she's gonna run into that problem in women's MMA too right right because she like she's Whaley's never gonna be able to fight her John is never gonna be able to fight her you know what I'm saying like a lot a lot of it is a it is
1: talent heavy towards the lower weight class and classes. I don't even think if somehow she ever was in Able to fight Amanda Nunes, that's gonna be at the catch rate. I don't think yeah, she, I don't, she can't make 145. She's not making right? 145. Yeah, she's, right. She allegedly said that she could make 147. I'll have to see it to believe it. Yes. Yeah, and true. that's not, I'm not calling her fat or nothing. I'm just saying she's, she's, she's just big. big. She's a big person. I'm gonna say
0: she's just not tiny, right? Like, yeah. It, not, nothing to do with
1: being fat. It's just to be with like, your height and your foot. But usually when people say that, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, they're like, oh Tank can't make 126 because he's fat. Like, I mean, people say that. 126 because he's fat? Is that what they say? There's some people, there's some people of <laughs> the mind that Tank is small enough that he could make 126. Tank he is just, a
0: tiny person in real life. But he's But he's big. But he's stocky. Yeah, exactly. Like Tank, I see why people say that, but they're wrong. Because mm. like if you were met Tank, you would see his shoulders are wide, his head is big, like he's not gonna be able to make mm. that clay class. Like I get why if you see him on TV, you're like, oh this guy is short, he can make this weight class. It's like, well, there's more to someone than just their height. Says, says the 5'5 five five guy On the podcast
1: <laughs> Yeah so I, I I doubt that Like
0: Yeah she can't Fight nobody At one, 145 She gotta stay At 145 So BFL Is the place for her But this is good I think it's gonna Be interesting to see Um A one event Happened I didn't catch All of it There were some Beautiful Muay Thai Though I would like to, to go back And watch it And maybe we'll Talk about it Another time I don't know if you fought it or not, I, do. I, don't, I don't think so either, um, but there, there's some striking going on, and I'd, I'd like to go back and see that, is there any boxing you'd like to cover?
1: Um, I feel like there is that a fight next week, is that Oh, a, you want to start covering stuff for next week? I'll, like, I'll Yeah, back. there's no other, um, some British guy got upset by a, an Argentinian fighter, uh, no other... his name is Lewis Hurston, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to for my title shot until after, uh, Josh Hill goes up because I'm not sure about that fight and I can see why after watching the fight that he wants to do. <laughs> um, the, the trailer fight card with tf Lopez is next week. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's actually a big So Jamal Charles is fighting his. On that card? No, Jamal Charles is fighting on Showtime. Okay, okay. There's a trailer card with tf Lopez and in a is fighting on top rank, which is also weird. um Lopez also restructured his deal with top rank, also weird. I thought that would be yeah, irreparable. Um, so that's a big week in the boxing next week.
0: Wow, so Charlo, Monster, and Lopez are all fighting. Yeah. That is a big weekend. And then Lomachenko is the week after that. Oh, um, What's on the docket for MMA next week, you know? That that's
1: Ige and Zombie.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, that'll be a fun fight. Yeah, if
1: you've never watched MMA before, this is the one. <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's a good fight to get you into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gave. Zombie. You're right. Yeah.
1: It's it's
0: it's gonna be fun. Um,
1: and then, uh Overeem. Oh yeah. To Glory.
0: I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I guess he's okay. like he still looks good in his his, his UFC fights, right? His most recent ones, he still looked fine there's just things that happen that you know you can't control in fights he's been fighting for so long man yeah since the 90s right? yeah like how much yeah. longer do you need to fight for he doesn't look crazy like he doesn't look that bad he talks great like he's evolved as a fighter but like man
1: yeah i think i think they're going to give him a light touch and then fa- fast track him into fighting Rico as like a as like a legend the versus legend, legend fight. fight maybe I
0: don't know. I mean, I'm excited on the one hand because Overeem is an incredible kickboxer and has always had been, but I'm also like, to go from MMA to kickboxing I think is hard.
1: Well, in his prime, he was more back and forth. Yeah, that's his prime. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> this is not. This is not. And uh, for a variety of reasons, this is not prime. Over
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were things involved in his prime yeah, um, yeah, youth. Yeah, youth. Youth, youth. and uh, vitamins. Vitamins. Everyone takes them. go so back then, the vitamins were just better than the 90s, right? Everything was better than the 90s. <laughs> um, Even in the 2000s, about, yeah, about. the early 00s. But I think that's it. I think that's all we got this week, right? Yeah. All right. Well, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. do we did wrong. Yada, yada, yadda. And uh, peace and love. See you.